Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I'm your host, I'm Shmay Looney, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker, but you already know all of this. And I am very happy to have you back with me for another podcast episode. This is a continuation on from the last episode on Candida Revisited. I hope you found that helpful. And I hope this one is also helpful because this question came up from a client this week who had a family member who was experiencing the itch associated with Candida or yeast overgrowth or even bacterial overgrowths like BV bacterial vaginosis but before I go on I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice please consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes so what we're looking at today is how to stop itching from candida and even bacteria and most of us, like I mentioned in last week's episode or the last episode, have experienced candida or yeast overgrowth or even bacteria overgrowth at some stage, both men and women. And one of the symptoms that you can experience is an unbearable, extremely uncomfortable itch in your genitalia. And of course, not only is that really annoying, but it can be embarrassing depending on where you are and who you're with. So if you have this excruciating itch because you have a candida overgrowth or even bacterial vaginosis, what can you do it? Most people are going to go to over-the-counter or prescription creams or even steroid ointments to find relief. Um, And that can be helpful, But of course, I'm always looking at what's going to be a more natural approach that's also going to be effective, but have other benefits while it's doing its job. So first thing to notice, I said this to my client the other day because she assumed that the itch her family member was experiencing was because the genitalia were too acidic. And I was explaining to her, well, no, that's not the case. Um, generally, it's because the genitalia are too alkaline, not acidic. But that doesn't mean you go apply acid there either. But also, I was saying that this itch, it's not actually an external problem, although you're experiencing it externally. It's actually a derivative or coming from the internal problem problem which is manifesting then outside your body so for what to make that a bit clearer this client assumed that her family member their genitalia was too acidic that was causing the issue and I was explaining no most of the time the alkyl it's too alkaline it's not acidic we want it to be acidic then you wouldn't have the itch or the problem so the alkalinity is the problem and I did a whole podcast episode um years ago and it's still up 
titled Understanding pH in Your Body. And it's a really good episode, if I do say so myself, to help you understand the different aspects of pH as we move through your body. And your genitalia, you want to be acidic. It's a protective mechanism. But anyway, if you don't have this acidity and overgrowths do get out of control down at the genitalia, then you will get these symptoms and you will get this itch and the discharge and the rawness and the redness and it can just be really uncomfortable um, and it can not only wreak havoc on your life or your health but also your social life so uh, and that can be not just the genitalia it can be around the rectum it can be around the nipples it can be around the mouth so it's good to be aware of this so I'm not going to go into what a candida overgrowth is. We covered that last week. Go back and listen to the episode if you didn't already. But what's this itching that happens? So firstly, you have to understand your skin. Your skin is your body's largest organ and it's full of nerves that relay important information about your environment and factors coming into your body or around your body from your environment. And it does this by sensing pain or texture or temperature or pH, among other sensations. So your skin is made up of layers, three layers, the epidermis, the dermis, and the hypodermis. The epidermis, which is your outermost layer, contain special cells that are part of your immune system and protect the rest of your body. And this is where your microbiome can lie as well. We have a lot of bacteria on our skin. The second layer of your skin, the dermis, has nerve endings that are responsible for sending signals to your brain so you know if something is itching or hurting or cold or if you've been bit by 10 million mosquitoes recently. And then finally, the hypodermis, which is the innermost layer, that contains your blood vessels that connect to the rest of your body. Now, once candida has caused your gut to become leaky and then it's escaped so far to reach your skin, the blood vessels in the hypodermis become basically the pathways for it to colonize in your outer layers of your skin. And if you think of the genitalia, if you had the proper pH around your genitalia and your labia and um, wherever else, then these pathogens wouldn't be able to colonize because the pH would not be playing in their favor. But when it reaches your epidermis, the immune cells found there, they try to attack this pathogen or this yeast And that causes itching and redness. And then the nerve endings in your dermis, they relay that itching sensation to your brain. If you think of getting bit by a mosquito, I get terrible reactions to mosquito bites. Lucky for me, there's loads of mosquitoes in Alberta now. But if you get bit by a mosquito, your body launches an immune response to that attack from the mosquito it senses hey something has punctured us something has attacked us something has entered the atmosphere that we don't recognize and you get an immune response you get a histamine response you get a response from the mast cells and everything i said then causes this itching and redness to happen around the bite area from that mosquito it's the same kind of idea with the candy Once your candida has reached 
that outer dermis or the epidermis, then your immune cells that are there, they launch an attack. This is an immune response and this is where we get that itching and redness. So over-the-counter and prescription treatments are an option and sometimes they're the only option for people, like they just are. Um, but there's other things you can do. So one would be to address the candida in itself, like the steps I provided in the last episode. Um, I do recommend trying to tilt the pH of your body in your favor. One of the easiest ways to do that is with apple cider vinegar, not the gummies, the actual vinegar. Lemon juice and lime juice and sea salt are very beneficial too. You can also buy bitter extracts and tinctures, but like the easiest thing is apple cider vinegar and eat your apples too. Then when it comes to this itch, what could you apply topically? Well, you definitely are not applying apple cider vinegar topically to the genitalia. Do not do that. That is a terrible idea. That area is already now raw. It's been punctured, it's been damaged, it's exposed now to the external environment. So you have to come in with something very gentle. And apple cider vinegar, as amazing as it is, if you apply that to raw skin, you're going to be in a lot of pain. So there's a couple of things that you can do though. If you think of how would we create this protective layer over this skin that has been damaged or is being exposed to the environment, well, we would want to do what we normally would do with a cut. We'd want to put some sort of balm or salve or fatty protectant layer on top, dare I say a mucus layer. Um, and I can get into that another time, but what we would do would be to apply coconut oil because coconut oil does have a good pH balance that will help tilt our vaginal and our genitalia pH back in the correct direction. But coconut oil is very gentle and it also has antibacterial and antifungal properties and it also does have these fatty acids that can be healing to this damaged tissue. Then if you didn't have coconut oil or you wanted to use something else, you could use extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil has um, a compound in it called oleropin, and that has been shown in studies to have potent antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral effects. Studies showed that it strongly inhibits H. pylori, which is bacteria responsible for stomach ulcers and uh, acid reflux and stomach cancer and stuff like that. Extra virgin olive oil also is a great source of these beneficial fatty acids, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, which can be very helpful for regenerating the tissue and helping it be more supple and nourished and moisturized. And the same goes for avocado oil. Avocado oil is loaded with omega-3 fatty acids and A, D and E, which benefit the skin, it does have antifungal properties, maybe not as potent as coconut oil and extra virgin olive oil, but there's definitely benefits. And these are very gentle oils and fats that if you apply these to the itchy area, 
you can then start to not only kill off the pathogen there, but gently soothe and cool and regenerate and nourish these areas with the different nutrients in these oils as well. Um, and they will alter the pH back in the correct direction. Like these fats, they're, I don't want to call them neutral, but they're more smart. They help us alter our pH in the correct direction, bringing us back to homeostasis again. And one other option you can use uh, is a little bit more hardcore if you do have molecular hydrogen at your disposal. Molecular hydrogen is very, very healing, like very healing on many levels. Um, maybe I'll do a podcast on it soon. Many of you know that I'm a certified molecular hydrogen consultant, but... If you had molecular hydrogen tablets, you could grind them up into a powder and you could apply them directly to the damaged area. You want to be careful though, because at first it's going to feel like it's burning because of the hydrogen and magnesium, how they interact with the surrounding environment and the atmosphere. They will... Um, not dissipate, but they will be effervescent and that can feel like it's burning. So you want to be gentle when you do this, um, stay very calm. And then once that's been absorbed into the tissue, then you can apply the oils on top of that to help just kind of seal everything in there. And molecular hydrogen does have potent antifungal and antibacterial and antiviral properties, probably more so than a lot of other stuff. I mean, the research is amazing around molecular hydrogen, but after I do that, then I would apply the coconut oil. I'd give it five or 10 minutes for the molecular hydrogen to be fully absorbed into the tissues and then into the bloodstream and do what it has to do. And then apply your extra virgin olive oil or your coconut oil. So that's the external stuff. While you're doing those steps that I mentioned in the last podcast episode and you're doing your apple cider vinegar and your lemon juice and your sea salt and all these things that are antifungal and antibacterial, yes, sea salt is very antipathogenic um, and your good nutrition and keep your immune system strong. Generally, though, once you do this topical stuff, you will start to get some sort of relief pretty soon. You can apply a cold pack if it's severe and it's taking a bit longer for you to get the relief. So you could do the coconut oil topically and a cooling pack. And then one other thing I've used in the past and I've seen great benefits with this and I've mentioned it before, but probably not recently. You can get a sanitary towel, preferably um, an organic one or one that doesn't have toxins or chemicals on it. And they're pretty easy to find. And you can lather some plain yogurt on that. And you would stick that in the freezer. Once it's frozen, you would take that out, apply it to your underwear. And that can be very, very cooling and give instant relief. But then the, the bacteria that will be in that yogurt, they will launch an external attack on any candida or yeast that is 
trying to take over your genitalia. So that can be kind of a double-ended attack. You're attacking things from the inside and then this yogurt can be really beneficial as well and very, very cooling. So you would stick that sanitary towel into the freezer for an hour or whatever it takes to freeze. I do not recommend doing this with a tampon. I don't think that's a good idea, but definitely sanitary towel can be really helpful. So if you have any other tips or ideas that I could add to this that you found helpful for stopping the itch from yeast or candida or bacterial vaginosis, let me know. I'll add it. You can reach out to me at shemainsmodelhealth.com, through Facebook, Rumble, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, like lots of places, um, and let me know or even just comment on whatever platform you're listening to. I hope you found this helpful. I hope you're enjoying the weather. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast already, please do. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you would like to buy me a coffee, then you can if you go to buymeacoffee.com and then it's CMH, Mains Model Health. Thanks. And that's it. So it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash CMH. Thanks. Okay, guys, I will talk to you all really, really soon. Enjoy the weather and stay safe. Bye bye.